Okay, confession time. When I was in my early teens, I had a very severe stuttering problem. Stuttering. It's amazing. It's a word that is seemingly designed to make you stutter. I had a stuttering problem. It was difficult to answer questions in class. It was difficult to interact with strangers, even with people I knew well, where I stuttered stuttered less. There was always the fear and occasionally the reality that I would be unable to speak or that I would make a fool out of myself. I went, or I should say my parents uh, arranged for me to go to a speech therapist. She would have me call businesses on the phone and just ask what their hours of operation were. I could not do this consistently. I would call, I would hear the somewhat busy, you know, somewhat impatient voice, and I would freeze and either say nothing or stutter out a few incomprehensible syllables, flush with embarrassment, and hang up the phone. The worst thing in the world was when people were sympathetic and understanding. In the summer after my junior year in high school, my parents took me to visit some colleges. And at one, there was a meeting between some of the admissions people and myself and and a number of other students. We went around the table and introduced ourselves. Now, if you've never had a speech impediment, it's going to be difficult for me to explain how terrifying that last sentence was. Let's go around the room and pull our fingernails out. I flop sweated, and one by one, we went around the room. I can still see the table. And then, finally, inevitably, it came to me. And I said, Hi, I'm meh. I'm meh. I'm meh. I'm And then I stopped. And everyone was looking at me so kindly and with so much understanding I wanted to cry and murder every single one of them. That felt good to have said. It felt like shit to say, but good to have said. All right. I had a stuttering problem. Imagine if everyone said that was fine. I should be proud of who I was. I should feel great 
about being a stutterer. I certainly shouldn't try to correct it. Perhaps everyone would even say, using language like correct it, that's self-hatred. That's problematic. You know what? I'd still be stuttering. I'd still have anxiety talking. I'd still feel nervous, well, (laughs) more nervous, about talking in public. And I think this experience helped me to understand, you know, a relatively unpalatable truth, which is that it's okay to have a problem. It's okay to be weak. But it's not okay being okay with being weak. You know, just to anticipate the, uh, the knee-jerk outrage brigade, obviously if you have a problem or a weakness that cannot be solved, that's fine. I was in the sauna at the Y yesterday talking to a man who had been in a car accident in high school and he was left with permanent brain damage and he stuttered. He should not be worrying about trying to solve his stutter. But the rest of us are so goddamn lucky because we can improve through suffering. Getting better, it's, it's not binary. It's incremental. We get stronger slowly, step by step. Nobody gets good at something overnight. Nobody miraculously learns how to deadlift 500 pounds. They learn how to deadlift five more pounds, right? So it's not binary. It's one tiny step at a time. You know, this is just off the top of my head, but I sort of think about it like being lost in the woods. You don't magically try to no longer be in the the woods. You figure out which direction you go to to get out of the woods. And then you move slowly, carefully, deliberately in that direction. I don't know. Does that make any sense? Again, you know, I think it's important to keep the truth in front of me. It's, it's important to say things that are true over and over again so I can remember them. It's okay for me to be weak. It's not okay for me to accept that weakness when it's holding me back and making me feel like shit. It was okay that I was a stutterer. Given how it made me feel, it would not have been okay to accept my stutter. You know, and and these are really difficult questions to ask myself, you know. What's holding me back? What's creating negative emotion? But that's where I have to focus. It's no coincidence that I had a speech impediment and that I'm doing a podcast. When I stuttered, (laughs) oh, memory lane, when I stuttered, 
people would remind me that James Earl Jones, one of the greatest voices ever, was a stutterer. They thought they were being kind and inspirational. I wanted to punch them. Why? Because, well, not just because they were being kind, but because they didn't tell me how. They didn't tell me how he stopped. So here's, here's what worked for me, at least. And I know this is, a, this is, you know, one problem out of a million. But for me, first, just stopping talking when I started to stutter. Take a deep breath. Try again. I still do that occasionally. Second, and this sounds strange, I know, but instead of speaking, I would sing monotone. You can't sing and stutter at the same time. So I think that helped train my brain, maybe? I'm not sure. But it worked. Now, did I feel like a freak singing in monotone to people? You bet I did. Getting better is a painful process. Breaking bad habits, it hurts like hell. Anyway, that, that's enough rambling for one week. I'll, uh, I'll catch you later.